Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and for the next so many minutes, hours, days, uh, God, however long we end up talking on this one, <laughs> we're going to... Uh, we're going to introduce our wonderful guest here. Um, this is my friend, Jess. You might know her as Shiva Cosplay. Hello, Jess. Hi, Katie. How is you? I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> we had like a 15-minute conversation before we started even recording this podcast. Like, we should probably start generating content for you. Yeah, right? Like, wait, maybe <laughs> we can hit the record button. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my dear, I'm glad you could come on the show. I'm very excited to have you. Thank you. I'm like, I was, I was like, hmm, who can I talk like stories with, like, like more in depth stories with that I haven't? I mean, I've used Ryan so much, and I mean, he doesn't mind at all. But it's like, who else has been through it with me? And I'm like, I know who's been through it with me. Oh, Jess, we've been through some shit. We have. We have. We've also been cosplaying since forever. We're ancient now. We are. We're like. Like those legend action figures without like the fame and the promotional money. Just cosplay grandma. <laughs> Just don't call us grandmas. We're like cosplay aunts. Okay, that's fair. Aunties. Right, right. We're not like completely old yet. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, that makes me feel better. To yourself. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, Jess and I have been cosplaying together. 2009 i think was the first time we cosplayed together yeah i think that was the first time we did a group together i mean i i started going to cons in 05 mm -hmm. and I, I started making costumes before that i started doing it in 2003 but i couldn't go to any conventions i was still in college and my schedule just never worked out with anime boston and mm -hmm. I, it just didn't happen so i was kind of like a cosplay.com lurker. I made costumes and posted pictures, but I didn't go to anything and meet all you fabulous people until a couple years later. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, no, I think we, I started going in 2005. I think I met you probably a year or two after. It was 2007 like, at the chess game. Yes. At, at AB. Yep. Yes. And then I would, I, I saw you at some other conventions like AAC. And then, um, yeah, the first time we actually did, a project together was 2009 yep and we met at um well we kind of like really met like started talking to each other at that house party yes for the new year's party yes and it was like literally the next morning we used to like film videos with our friends to like make like random music videos and we were filming that womanizer video oh yeah that's right <laughs> it was Britney Spears and it was it was you me and Brie yep and we were like, oh my god, I love Britney Spears. Like, it's gonna be such a good, like, you know, song to dance to. And of course, you are the dance person. Like, you. Yes, I I danced my whole life, and I was I was in a company for like four years um, after college. And actually, I stopped dancing in two thousand eight because I had to get a real job because I had no money. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like the year before we did this idea, I had so I was kind of really missing it, and um. And also, I think that starting when I started going to Anime Boston, like dance skits back then, I think people solely forget what dance skits were like back then. Mm. It was it was totally not what it is now. People are much more talented now. It, it, back then, people didn't really dance. They, they, did, the, did, they did the Haru Haru dances. They did, that, but they didn't actually even do it. They just stood there and kind of like put like did the caramel dance in. Yeah. Or um, they did. Some of them would do like yada. 
Yep. 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 Oh, Actually, it was a pretty, I remember doing that, but some people did it well, but it was just, it wasn't really like what I, as someone who danced, it wasn't what I consider like a performance piece. Like it was just kind of like people messing around. Granted, masquerades also, people didn't put as much effort into them in general back then. Like it was talk a about aging our, Talk about aging ourselves though. The yada. I know. The yada. <laughs> <laughs> half your audience is just like i have no idea what they're talking, talking about i think i was born that year it's like oh yeah. my god google it okay <laughs> so um and then i think there was 2006 and in boston 2006 there was this awesome bleach skit and i think they won best in, i can't remember if they won but they one of the last numbers and i still think it's i've looked it up on youtube it's still there and mm-hmm. it's it's really good for anime boss in 2006 is a bleach dance kit and they didn't do like crazy dancing but they knew what they were doing and they planned it out and they told like a story yeah with the dance and i remember being in the audience i was like yeah that i want to do that like that kind of thing cuz i didn't maybe miss it right? right and um and so i was like if i ever compete in this thing i want to do something like that right and uh and then it wasn't until three years later that we came up with an idea but that was always in my head of like the way to do a masquerade skit i guess yeah, and it was just like it was weird because it was just so like fluid because we were just like oh my god like britney spears so good oh yeah. the circus album just came out wow circus is a really good song we could dance to huh dead moon circus boom idea within like an hour yeah, yeah and it's just like yeah it fell in and then we we're like are we really gonna do this and i mean what we practiced for four months so that was New Year's Day. Yep. Right. And I think Anime Boston was late that year. Anime Boston was in May. Now it's usually around Easter. No, it was so definitely it was in April because it just came up in my time hop thing that we'd won. No, it was later because we, the outside courtyard was open that year. Here, let's, I'm going to look it up. I know what date it was that I year. I could have I just got like a best in show thing. Could have been. Hmm. Huh. We but anyways, so we come up with this skit, yeah. and we're just like, are we really going to do this? And that's when we had brought in our other friend to do it with us, because we need four for the Dead Moon Circus. Yep. Um, and then we chose who everybody was going to be. Yep. Um, and I chose to be the most covered up, because no one deserved that. And I chose the one with pants, because I wanted to wear pants. Right. And then the other two got to fight over who had the biggest midriff, so. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not touching that shit. Nope. <laughs> No, like, no one, no one, and no one in this universe needs to see that. Period. Can I just say that I'm really thankful we did that skit before they had like the big LED screen. Yeah, like high def. Yep. <laughs> like you. It used to be more of a projection, so it was much more forgiving. Yeah, the quality of the video for like our performance is like grainy at best. It's like thank God. That's for the best. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Stone Age. Um, but yeah, like. You know, we were serious about it. We got to hold everybody. Yep. And then about what, um, like a maybe two weeks later, we met up and started learning this dance. Maybe like three weeks. Not even the first rehearsal we had was in a hotel room. First, why were we in a hotel room? It was March. It, was it March? We didn't do it in a month, did we? No, we did it really so, early. Yeah, because yeah, we were because we, we were in the hotel room practicing what we'd done already. I think for Bree's birthday party in march it was it march yeah we already did that because i we really hooked on to the idea very early and and what i what actually is crazy about it because i've choreographed a whole lot of stuff this came the easiest of anything i've ever done yeah right it just it i don't know why it just like was really easy to visualize like everything i tried worked like the first time i don't feel like we changed much maybe a couple of things but most of the stuff worked 
the first time we tried it. Right. And um, and I think right away we decided to incorporate some of the props from the show that the characters use, like the poi balls and the pool cues. And um, like, okay, like a, a dance skit is hard enough, but then we're just like, guys, what if we do pool cues and we get these light up balls? But it was great because it fit in with the characters, but it also added more visual stuff. Because especially it like, it, it's not like you're going to have this like crazy clean professional dance with people who aren't like professional dancers. Like, and so you have to make it a show, you right. know, and I think that made it a show and, and we kind of, but it didn't feel like it was too much. Like right. it worked. Um, and I mean, we had a, we turned, uh, we turned our tuxedo mask into uh, a maypole. Yes, I forget when I thought of that, but I'm like, we're going to do this ribbon shit. Like, <laughs> I think I remember sitting, I used to take the bus to Boston every day for work. And I remember mm-hmm. standing in line at the bus terminal being like, how do we end it? Because we're not doing the whole song. Like, it's way too long and, and blah, blah, blah. And um, we had kind of made up most of it. We'd gotten towards the end. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to fucking do ribbons and we're going to tie them up. Like, and it was just kind of like, I'm like, it works. It totally works. And then we'll stop here. And, and it worked. It, it worked really well. It, and, and we practiced the hell out of it. Oh, and yeah. And I think that Steve, actually, we forget our tuxedo mask. I, and I almost had forgotten this in retrospect. He wasn't originally in it. Nope. We originally had four. And he, even though he was there for the idea, he originally wanted nothing to do with it. But then when he saw us starting to rehearse it, he's like, I want, I mean, he's like, I want to do it. (laughs) I want it. And I, and the funny thing was, I remember telling him, I'm like, well, I already kind of expected that. So I already figured out how to put you in. (laughs) And, and five people looks better anyway. Yeah. And the best part about that skit, like, okay, so I don't know if anybody on, I mean, a few people on here are friends of ours, so they've seen Amy Boston and they've heard the story a thousand times. They're skipping it. They're skipping this episode, but (laughs) they're like, oh, they're talking about that again. But um, the best part about that skit was if you watch it, it's like you, you're focusing on the person that's announcing us and we're on stage and we're kind of putting stuff everywhere. But like, mm-hmm. you never really see him come on stage because he matches the background because he's in tuxedo mask. So he's all black. And they didn't have the screen back then. Right. It was so all you didn't really dark see him come on. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like when he shows up, he just kind of appeared and you yep. hear it in the audience. People are like, <gasps> people asked us if we had a trap door on stage. After yep. We're like, no, he just walked out. You just missed it. And it's funny because I remember us trying to figure out how to get him on stage. And we're like, what if we did this or hit him? And he was like, no, I'm walking. They'll forget. And he was right. Like, right. They totally forgot. They weren't paying attention. I was like, what about um, the balls out? And they were glowing. And everyone's like, what? Well, I also think if you think about it, like when you're in the audience, and I mean, I'm not used to it because I judge the masquerade. And part of what I judge is how fast you set up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but like, if you're just an audience member, you're not paying attention to like the, the transition. Yeah. Right. You're just like, oh, they're ready to go. You know, they're not, you're not like looking at everything they're doing. So right. I think like we, that's the whole point of the host is to be like an illusion. You see right. nothing. Focus on me. <laughs> right. And he, he was good at that. So, but it was crazy. Like it was, it was a hell know, of four months. It was. And people, it went off really well. It wasn't like flawless, but like I was worried about bigger things happening. I think the biggest thing was, we didn't really get to practice in the costumes ahead of time. Right. And the costumes are simple, but the wigs were a bitch. Right. Like you, I had, I had the simplest wig. I was not stupid. Yes. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I'm going to use the one that's all covered up and barely has a wig on. Nailed it. But the wigs were not easy to move in. And no. we also forget back in 2009, trying to make a crazy wig like that 
was a completely different experience than like this is the pre-arda like there's no yeah. wefts no there's no like except like you, we no. were just flying by the seat of our pants like we them. literally would make ponytails cut the ponytail and then you had to glue the hair inside of foam balls yes yes like, exactly ugh. it was a, it was a nightmare and like everything was sharpie dyed and 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 so making those were really difficult and they also didn't have like they didn't sell like the kind of attachments they did and so i was like how not only how are we making these wigs but how are they going to stay on our head right for all those and they were all really heavy and they had like seri seri's braids were pvc pipes yep like they're those are plastic pipes they don't bend mine was a wooden doubt my wig probably weighed like easily eight pounds easy easy which doesn't sound like a lot but it's like dancing with a cat on your head and then there was another rod inside of um the other wig because it was like stacked balls yeah and and that also had a pvc pipe hanging off of it and um and so not how we would make them today certainly and i know that i was worried about us getting the sticks caught on them yep i was worried about falling them falling off and so like i think what made it hard too is like some of the dancing even watching it i'm like i remember being there and being like i'd rather do this more intensely like if we have our because we have all our practice videos where everybody was really like going for it yeah and you couldn't do it because like my fucking costume is gonna like go to hell and this is a costume competition at the end of the day right Right. and um and i was trying to figure out how to keep mine on and so people like you should use hair combs because obviously i couldn't use like bobby pins Mm -hmm. so i put like fifty thousand combs in that thing (laughs) and we wore it all day like we wore those all day and um after we got off stage, we were so excited. I mean, like, we were just so excited we pulled it off because yeah. we didn't even care if we won at that point. Like, it was just like we had a vision mm-hmm. and we wanted to do it and fuck, we pulled it off. And then, like, thing, so we're sitting backstage. I remember sitting backstage, like, we killed it. Like, mm-hmm. we knew we killed it. And then we're watching it and we'd be sitting there and be like, wow, that was a good skit. And other contestants would be like, no, nah, you guys are better. We're like, okay. <laughs> And well, I think we forget to watching the video. People started like clapping to it, like how yeah. what they don't do. Like it was, it was really, it was different for its time. And even the EMC came out afterwards, like, well, they raised the bar, right? And um, I actually had this girl or this guy. No, it was a guy. We com- we competed for a couple years when we did that, like, mm-hmm. and it was a thing. And then you know we didn't compete for many years. And then I did maybe four years after that. I kind of been out of the scene, the competition scene for a while, right? And we did a skit, and we were doing it backstage, and and some guy had like taken pictures of our skit, and and so he was like, oh, can I have like your contact info? I just want to send you this picture. And I'm like, sure. And I handed him my card because by then cards were like a thing. Yeah. And he goes, oh my god, you guys did Dead Moon Circus, and. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, and I, I didn't know, like, because some people had a negative reaction, which we can talk about, and so I didn't know, like, where he was going with it, so I was like, yeah, and he goes, he goes, you guys were so good, and I was like, well, I was like, everybody's good now, I mean, this is amazing, like, you know, because it's different now, like, the bar is so much higher, right, and um, and he goes, well, you know, you guys started that, right, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me about that. But I don't know. I was like, did, I wasn't expecting that. And it was, but it was, it was, it was a very different thing for the time period. Anime Boston was a very different convention. Like yes. Straight up, it wasn't, but... as, it wasn't as big as it is now. No. Like yeah. now it's cutthroat. Oh, we wouldn't, we would. I wouldn't, good. I wouldn't even try to compete with any of those kids nowadays. Yeah. But you know, if we did, there we would, would be a slight it. fear. Because I feel like the name still brings a fear to people's, like, I don't I'm know. serious. Like, I mean, I mentioned it, it to people. It opens fear. It brings fear. 
no, I'm serious. Like I brought, like I brought it up like two or three years after, and people were like, "Oh my god, you were part of that Sailor Moon group?" And I was like, "Yeah." They were like, "Are you guys still competing?" And I was like, "No, we're we judge now at Anime Boston." They're like, "Oh, good." And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "But we could change our minds at any time." I know. I've always I have a few really good ideas, but I feel like I would just do it as an exhibition. I'm like, I can't compete against. No, that's true. That we're too old for that shit now. We've been judging for like six or seven years, but it's not fair. Right, and now I host the convention anyway, so it's like, yeah, nah. no, it wouldn't work. But anyway, um, yeah. So afterwards, I mean, I think we were so excited, and then we were like, "This is the other thing." Back then, they did the awards differently, and as much as they, Anime Boston runs such a good show now, like it's mm-hmm. so clean and like everything. But I will yeah. say, there's one thing I miss about the old days, which is. And I think we were the last year they did it this way. I, I can't remember that you didn't know who got what award. Now they line them up backstage. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you're at the end of the line, you won fucking best in show. Right. Yeah. Like, and so they didn't do that back then. You were, we were sitting in the audience because I have it on tape that we, because we gone yeah. back around the, and they would announce it and you'd have no idea. You'd have no idea what, who got anything or if you got anything. Now, when they pull you into the line, you know what? You at least won something. Right. right? And we figured we won something because we had done a pretty damn good job. I mean, right? yeah, like we thought we did. And then they didn't announce right. us for anything. And we right. Like, and so we were like, what the hell? Like we thought maybe we'd get like, you know, maybe like one of the performance awards yeah, like or performance. whatever. And we didn't, I don't think any of us thought at that point we were going to get best. Like it wasn't something no. we were aiming for. We just had an idea and we wanted it to go well. And so when they announced it and I I was filming it because I didn't, I had a feeling, but because we didn't win anything. Right. That seemed really weird. So when they got to the end, we're like, well, we haven't gotten anything. Like there's only one award left. Like it's possible this is us. Right. right? Like, so, I'm, literally, I'm literally sitting there and I was just like, there's no way. There's no way. There's, there's no way no we won way. nothing. Like, because no I mean, some of the stuff that wins stuff, you're like, there's no way we got nothing. So, no, like, no, like I'm, I'm saying, like, there's no way we have best in show. There's no way this is happening yeah. right now. I feel the, and, they, and they announce it and it was like pandemonium. And it was such an awesome feeling to just be so shocked, you know? <laughs> and I think now you don't get that experience because you kind of, they line you up and you know. Right. And another thing was too is right. I think they put us out in the audience because weren't we on we were on the other side of the stage at that point. We were because I have it on tape. I don't know why and I don't remember how that worked. Right, right, right. It must have been we also might have gone around because we wanted to watch the AMVs or it's different now. I, I don't remember. I think half the audience would leave. I think they still do. During the AMVs, they don't stay for the awards. So they're like there's all this seating that opens right, right, up in right. the front. So you just sit down. Um but it was crazy. Yeah, it was we insane. Had interviews immediately after. Oh yeah, we had all these people that interviewed us. Um, then we went out. We took our cup and we like put margarita. We had the waitress put margaritas in it. We drank. Yes, we out. did. Like, we joked we were going to drink out of it. We really did it. We won this big. We weren't expecting. And that was the other thing. They didn't used to have those awards. Like that was the first year they even gave out a big cup like that. Yeah. Because the year before it was like some like glass pointy thing or something, yep. and yep. so we weren't expecting it. And we're like, we're drinking out of this shit. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and we did. And we did. Oh, God, we were so exhausted. Like, we'd barely eaten all day. We looked ratchet because none of us took a shower. We just changed out of the costumes. Yeah. And I remember we had, I was staying at the Sheridan, and um, my head was killing me at that point. Like, I had gone on adrenaline, like, most of the day because mm-hmm. I was nervous about it because, like, I wanted it to go well. Everybody had worked so hard. Right. And so I was nervous for everybody, you know, not just myself, but because I made it up and I, I perform a lot. And, like, doing a dance is kind of like, 
I don't even think about the dance anymore. I was just doing it. I was thinking about everybody else. I'm like, okay, is everybody good? Like, do they remember what we're doing? You know? Um, and so, well, yeah. Not, it was and the great. other thing is too, not to like, you know, get off track, but like yeah. you were competing at masters cause you had won at journeyman before. I was just in the journeyman category. And I think, I think Gail was like maybe a journeyman. Yeah. There's no, she wasn't. Bree was a novice. Never yeah. competed before. And because all of us were so high up, we had to compete in master's level. Yeah. And I was still hand sewing my costumes back then. I'd never owned a sewing machine. Yeah. Yeah. I hand beaded. So I hand beaded the um the straps for that costume. We're just plain gold. But I was like, since we were competing, I was like, well, I got to add a little jazz to this. So I hand beaded this design on it. And my office at the time, I still worked there. Um, I still have the same job, but like it was a smaller company back then. And we would have this very dead season in the spring where nothing was going on. And we all kind of played like solitaire and shit at work. Yep. Doesn't exist anymore. Right. Um, but at the time it did. So I was sewing this at my desk at work. And for years after that, I found those fucking little beads everywhere. <laughs> like, like five years later, I'm like, and of course, like back then you also cosplay wasn't a well-known thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell all my coworkers I do this weird thing. So I told them it was a dance costume. And not a lie. <laughs> it wasn't. It was, it was legit. But yeah, like we all got like, we all got rooked into being masters. Yeah. That immediately bumped us to master. And now that's all we can compete at. <laughs> Which it, by now is fair. But at the time it was like, oh God. Like, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I, so we were going back to the room. And I've been around a drill and I had a headache, um, but I figured it because I hadn't eaten all day. But I also like the wig was getting to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I remember we couldn't get an elevator. And finally I said, fuck it, I'm taking the stairs. And I walked up like 16 floors mm-hmm. in the stairwell, taking out the bobby pins. And I'm like, oh my God. I jokingly said, I think my scalp is bleeding. I take the wig off. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> my scalp was bleeding. Yep. And I had like a welt the size of, easily a half dollar easy yep right and i feel like kids are listening to this podcast being what's a half dollar coin you get a, at christmas a super bouncy ball maybe right like, um right in the middle of the front of my head where i had a probably the biggest comb holding this stupid thing in which i never dared to take off all day because i'm like if this thing comes off it's not going back on right and so it like swelled up, like sticking out of my hairline, like swelled up. I'm like, oh, I hope that goes down. It's not good. Like maybe two days later, all the hair on it fell out and I had a bald spot <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. I like freaked out. I was like 25 and I had no hair. And I and I was like, what do I do? Do I like rub Rogaine on it? Like I don't know. I just remember you being like, God, I have a bald spot. I'm like, but we won best in show. <laughs> like, worth it. I was like, if it grows back, it'll be worth it. So I um so I had it and I, I freaked out for maybe about a month. And then at the end of the month, I saw a little stubble coming out of it. I'm like, oh, thank God it's growing back. So it slowly, it took a year for me to grow this hair back. So like if you look and I started doing the Anime Cons TV podcast in 2009, which mm-hmm. is the same year this happened. So if you watch the podcast, you'll start to notice I had like a clip in the middle of my head for no reason that was holding back like these tiny little bangs yep. that just slowly got longer 
and I finally could pull it back into a ponytail. Oh so it was God. all good at the end. It but was. I remember it was like people would ask me about that for like a year afterwards. Like, what happened to your hair? I'm like, well, well, I won an award. <laughs> the sacrifices we make. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, it was a good time. And oh, did you talk about like creepy photographer guy? Oh no, I never mentioned the 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 guy who was right in everybody's boobs taking pictures. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like I could do an entire podcast episode about like weird shit, like creepy sexual harassment shit that happened in cosplay. And I would argue, out of all the things I experienced, this was the tamest. Mm. But it was blatant and pretty, and I, I honestly do think a lot of, a ton of shit happens now, and I'm not downplaying like any of the garbage that happens now because all sorts of horrible things still happen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I do feel like the whole cosplay is not consent movement has improved general interactions. Like I feel like people don't like fly by, take photos of you so much. People don't glomp you anymore. Like most people ask you for a hug. Like I think it is at least surface level better. Right. right. Um, and so back then, things were still very Wild West. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there was no etiquette. Like now, at least I feel like there's rules of etiquette and people break it. They break it. But like there was no rules. Like we were on the cusp of just losing the yaoi paddles. Yes. I think people don't remember the yaoi. I ha- literally have a friend who started cosplaying with us and going to cons in 2012. And we tell her stories about like glomping and yaoi paddles. And she goes, I would have been out. Like, <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, we were like we were very close to the point at which actual physical assault was allowed and encouraged. So, um, and and I've had and I feel like we have some friends in our group that talk about this incident like it was like the worst thing that ever happened to them. I'm like the year before I literally punched a dude in the face because he grabbed my tit for a picture. So like I I feel like this is not up there on the level, but it was still so blatant. Like we we were pretty popular with the cameras back then i think people took a lot more pictures back then too now i think people have seen so many good costumes like eh, like they and i don't take as many pictures as i used to either no and we did but we were a group which always attracts more and we were a very unusual group people didn't cosplay dead moon Tower because they still no. don't really it's still unusual no. and um and they and we had all of them and we were uh-huh. together and so we kind of found a place in the hallway out of the way where we just kind of posed and people like massive amounts of cameras were coming and like taking pictures so there were so many people that probably witnessed this so we were like posing and there's probably like i don't know 30 people taking photos Uh and this dude comes in was it a video camera oh no it was a camera and he just like so we're holding like the sticks and whatever and he just comes like up to like within like a few inches from like everybody and like just starts blatantly take pictures of people's like asses and like tits and stuff and Uh like whatever and we're just standing there like I'm I'm really bad with an immediate reaction when I'm so like taken aback by the action itself. Like right. I usually think of a good thing to say about 30 seconds after it happened. Yeah, like me like 10 years ago like more shell shocked. If he had done it to us now, he'd be dead. Oh yeah, he'd be totally dead. He'd be dead. Yeah. I, I'm I would say in my older age, I'm much more quick to be yeah, outspoken. The, the tolerance is gone. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Now I'm actually impressed I punched the other guy in the face. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, it, it was a different time, and we our our response time was nil, and he just like blatantly did it, and I would say it lasted like at least a good two or three minutes. Hey, but nobody else there. Nobody him. said anything. Nobody. You like I feel like today, if that happened, somebody would have said something. Hundred percent. Even if it wasn't one of us, somebody, one of the other people in the crowd taking pictures would have been like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right. 
But that was a different time. And people are just like, eh. They're probably like, oh my god, where are you putting those so we can stare at them too? <laughs> I think mean, you got such a good tit shot. Mm. I mean, like, you know, when the one of the admins at cosplay.com was like a raging creepo and it was accepted. What do you that's, think? But that's another podcast for another That's time. another podcast. He's still out there. Right. Yeah, no, the, the original Dead Moon Circus group is, is clutch. We did. Yeah, that was a good time. We I, And if I, I still watch it and I'm still like, I like that dance. I do. I watched it the other yeah. day. It's a good it dance. Was good. It was good. And then and then you guys continued with Dead Moon Circus the following year. We did. We didn't we didn't originally intend to use it like as a cosplay group name, but um and now I feel like it's like it just we just say it and it applies to all of our friends who whether they ever did a skit with us or not, it's right. just like it's the friend group name now. But um we we wanted to do it again. Um we wanted to try to see if we could, and I think this this skit, I always feel like Battlefields was kind of like that dangerous thing where you try to recreate a unicorn. Yep. Right. And um, and but we there was a lot of motivation to want to do it again to kind of be like we had a good time, mostly because we had a good time. No. I would argue, and and you know we all became really good friends doing that skit because like I mean I I knew you, Katie, but like I think we became, and I didn't I didn't I knew like Brie but I wasn't friends with her and I think we all kind of became closer right we bonded we bonded doing it and we really also liked the idea that it was fun to put so much effort into an idea and like bring it and there's not a lot of people who are willing to put that much effort into it I guess right so we're like let's do it let's do it again right and so um but completely the opposite of the year before which was very serendipitous i think we struggled a lot with the idea we wanted to do the we really wanted to do like stage combat Mm -hmm. um but we didn't have that really great convergence of oh this song and these characters and um goes with this i struggled with the choreography a lot it was hard to do it was and it was hard to do like we had all these awesome physical ideas that once we decided to do, because um, we ended up doing Chrono Crusade, and we ended up having the boys do uh, expanding wings for the demons. Yep. And once we decided they had to wear wings, a lot of the stuff we had already planned to do physically, we couldn't do anymore. Right. So that was like a huge trade-off, right? That we decided to go for this like wow factor with the wings which worked on stage thank god because if they hadn't i didn't want to live with it was a whole my husband. moment because well, the thing was it's like so you guys did this group and i didn't participate with you because i had been asked to judge right so you had been taken out of it you were right and it's actually i just brought this up in my last uh podcast like a couple weeks ago now because when this airs um but i talked about how i got asked to judge and there were two groups in this masquerade uh, both in the master's level and there was another person judging with us who also had the other friend group is like you know his friend's group yeah so i guess it turned like a whole drama thing right because oh, oh my god it was a drama thing well, it was such a drama long story I, I like how i just like wrote that off like i guess it turned to drop it was a huge fucking drama are you thing, kidding right? me so <laughs> well first really of all let's, let's, let's put it out first that when we won the first time it was already a huge drum thing. Now, nobody thought we shouldn't have won. Right. Right. So everybody, like when we won Dead Moon Circus, 
it was pretty blatantly obvious we were the best skit of the night like and, and as a judge someone who judges anime boston now yeah it always feels good when the crowd agrees with you right like and you want to pick who you think the crowd would agree with right, right? It very rarely and i think as a judge the only time i ever freak out about best in show is because they is is these days they have to enter craftsmanship too and back in our day it wasn't an option. If you entered the show, you were already entered in craftsmanship and performance. So anybody could win best in show. Exactly. Where now it's a limited amount of people. And so as a judge, that's stressful. Exactly. Because you were like, oh, well, I wanted to pick these people, but they didn't enter craftsmanship. So please don't hate me, audience. It wasn't like a bias thing, you know. Anyway, so when we won Dead Moon Circus, nobody disagreed we should won. But there was this whole fucking, of course, like 4chan was in its I don't think it's in its infancy, but it was in its more innocent time because now they, you know, they're running governmental insurrections. Right. But at, but at the time, it was still making fun of fat people mostly, um, mm-hmm. which I would argue we were all relatively average size. Yep. Um, I I mean I'm a I I was skinnier then than I am now. You know, same, I was same. I was 25. <laughs> but you know, and I think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were not like supermodel level people and none of us ever will be. But, yeah. um, you know, there was a, a raging debate online about our body types and that we wore two piece costumes and that, you know, how good of dancers we are. There was this whole thing. Did I steal the choreography? I didn't fucking steal. I, I, I made it up. I have all the tapes in my basement of me making it up. There's one move I took from the um, oops, I did it again. Music video, like one move. Yeah. Which, as a dancer, people do that all the time. Right. Um, but the rest of it was original. And, and that uh, was our homage to Britney Spears because it was a Britney Spears song. Right. I, it was a call out to Britney Spears. I did it on purpose. Right. Um, and there was a lot of debate of like, oh, well, why didn't just like Shiva pick like better people to dance with? Like I picked my friends. Like this wasn't like a dance competition. Or right. like, oh, she's not really that good. I'm like, dude, this also wasn't a dance competition and i have a 10 pound thing on my head and like i wasn't trying to right you know and then but then we also had like half the people i would say defended us there were people like oh my god they're so good and i love how they move and like they look like real women and so i would say it was like i would say like even the people who are trying to hate on us were getting kind of shit on for hating on us right and um and this was before the whole body positivity thing so it's kind of cool it was kind of like okay we've caused some drama but obviously we did a high profile performance at a big convention and we won a big award and we did have like costumes on that at the time we were going to invite criticism that we weren't like super skinny so fair fair Fair. we we, and we won we didn't care we just found it kind of amusing but right we found out when people found out we were going to do another one yep it became incredibly dramatic because yep. it became this whole thing. Like we were defending a title we already own. And like, it, instead of it just being like, we're entering a masquerade, it became this thing was like, people had to beat us. Right. And it created an incredible amount of pressure. Right. That we didn't have the first time, which made it really hard. And then I think there was also a lot of, like dynamics within people that we knew who were mm-hmm. upset and and that's the thing is like all of a sudden it came out that i wasn't part of the group and i was judging so immediately people, people just were like they're going to they're going to do it and and i think the only reason we use the dead moon circus name because we could have done some other name and probably most of the crowd wouldn't have known who we are but we kind of wanted to be like we picked that name because like well that's what people know us from right 
right? And we're just like, we were the people that did that skit last year. That was kind of why we picked it. Right. And the, um, thing too is yeah. the other kid and I, we'd already had a conversation with the other judges going, hi, both of our friends groups are in this masquerade. We are not judging them. Right. So this kind of, so what basically came to a head was that there, it, I would argue the, the masquerade that year, I don't remember a lot of the other skits because honestly, I was, my stomach was so in knots about the whole thing. Uh-huh. And we were, I don't remember if we were near the end, but we were closer to the end than the beginning. Let's put it that way. And I couldn't pay attention to a lot of them just because I was freaking out about like 20 different things. Right. Yeah. Um, and for both personal and cosplay reasons. And, and I think that I don't have a good sense of the other skits that were there except for the one that was probably our closest competition, which had a lot of veteran cosplayers in it. I knew a lot of the people in it, like, yep. and not personally, but like we knew of each other. They weren't strangers. Right. And, um, and I thought their skit was awesome. I actually thought they did, um, it was like this witch's thing. I forget what it was. It was a really popular thing at the time. Right, right, right. I remember um, the show, but I remember. whatever, right? And they had, I thought they, they had like matching witch costumes. They're really cute. They had really good staging, um i couldn't follow it but i also didn't know the anime right that it was from um but i've watched it since because sometimes like you want to be like because okay i'm years away from it clouded judgment and it was really good you know Mm -hmm. and i think that everybody in the crowd knew it was going to come down between these two skits so people were thinking of it as a us versus them kind of thing right and um and as you mentioned the the potential for favoritism was that you were in the judges panel and you had been part of our group, but there was also a guy on the judges panel who was like really good friends with the people in the other group. So it was like an equal amount of bias potential, right? Right. And, and we're backstage. That part, people forget that part. Right. And we're backstage, and they're literally arguing with us, and we're like, we're not judging it. You guys have to decide between the two. And it literally came down to craftsmanship judging. It came down to us standing in an empty elevator with the craftsmanship paper in elevator. our hand adding up numbers. Like you guys won by like two fucking points. Yeah, it was really close. And and I think and I, I think if we hadn't done the the stupid thing was I think we would have done a better dance without the wings, but I think the wings is why we won. It really honestly I think it was. Like you somebody had rated your wings like by two points and it was like that's it, they have it. Yeah. Cause we brought I remember we brought like all the cause Sketch, who's now my husband, yeah. uh yeah, yeah. Uh, made yeah, made them. Um and they were I mean, I saw the construction went to him because I cover I helped him like do the skin on them, yeah, which covered up all the crazy work under it. But we like took pictures of how they were constructed and like brought them to judging. So I think and they and then they worked. I think the big stress was are they gonna work? Because we kind of laid the whole crux of this being on this thing and they weren't very reliable like sometimes they didn't work right and so we're like are they gonna work on stage mm-hmm. and um and thank god they did because one i think it's why we won but but more importantly i didn't want to live with my husband feeling like he it was his fault that we lost because they didn't work right like i was like taking on that stress myself because i didn't want to deal with the emotional aftermath of that um but yeah it was it it ended up we won but I would say it was probably the most unenjoyable win I've ever had 
Yeah. It was, it was miserable because everybody was mad about it. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't enjoy it. And it really turned me off to competing for a long time. It turned into like this whole online drama. People yeah. were mad that we cheated. People were mad that like there was favoritism. People, people said I got you. banned. Yeah. People thought you got banned from the convention. You now host the masquerade. Which I now found out because I talked to Doug the other day. Apparently yeah. that was like something the entire anime Boston staff knew too. Really? Yeah, because I was like, what Amazing. do you think? He goes, Katie, everybody knew about that. I'm like, what do you mean everybody knew but about here's, that? Here's also the stupidest thing, right? Oh, like, Cause, so the cosplay world was so small back then. I know. Everybody always knew everybody. Like, let's put it this way. I competed in a lot of smaller competitions where Sketch was the judge every single time. And I would win. And it wasn't because I knew, like, I was really close to him. Like, and I even told him flat out several times. I'm like, I hope you don't think I expect you to give me something. He's like, absolutely not. I'm like, good. Cause I don't, and I don't want you to. Um, but like, what else are you going to do? Like, I mean, I would compete in competitions where like the judges were like sketch who I was like dating, uh, Patrick D who I'm really good friends with. And like, like, what are they going to do? It's like, but I, I judge now too. And it's really easy. You just judge the performance. Right. Right. I don't pay attention to who it is. Right. You know, um, and maybe some people would, and they can't believe that, but yeah, exactly. And that's the thing at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to believe what you're going to believe. Right. Exactly. Um, But I have always judged a fair show. Me too. I'm, I'm actually super proud of how I've judged. And yeah, like, same. like it's you, me, it's pretty much you, me and sketch sitting next to each other at a convention judging everybody now. Yeah. And it's, and I think we're really good at it, <laughs> but, uh, and I love doing my favorite thing to do is we've done a couple of them, like panels at conventions about like what judges look for, because I think we have a good assortment of what we look for. And like, also I like to tell people what I'm not judging them on. Yeah. You know, like I don't, I, I like don't, I'm not, I'm not rooting against you. I'm rooting for you. I want you to do well. Like, I, I don't want to judge a show where everybody fucks up. Like, I want to judge a show of a bunch of good people, a bunch of, you know, I, I want everyone to do well. Like, don't freak out. Don't be scared of me, right. you know? And, um, and I think that, you know, and here's the stuff that works and here's the stuff that doesn't work. And, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I actually like the fact that we all judge because I feel like we've had really drama free masquerades. I do. I think like I, feel I, like I always look online to see if people bitch about what we picked and they never have. I've never seen anything. Yeah, so you would. I'm well, like, I'm jaded from that whole experience. I, know, I'm just like, I don't care. Hate me. I don't care. You don't. No, hate I, me. I don't care, but I'm curious, right? And I think that we do a good job. So. I don't care. So I'm looking at 4chan as the masquerade's ending. Okay, I'm not going on 4chan ever again because I'm probably put on some FBI watch list. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That is fair. No, 4chan is way beyond what it used to be. Same and thing. I never, I only went on there to look at shit about me. Right. But as stressful as that year was, you did get a husband out of it. I did. I did. That's a whole nother drama. That's a whole new trophy. Yeah. It's, that's the best trophy. See, I did win in yeah, the end. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, that, that is a situation for a podcast that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. That podcast will never exist. <laughs> that was not <laughs> was and was not convention related but also your son never needs to know that story no well he can he can have a highly edited version highly edited as in after after he's married (laughs) highly edited as in i wasn't dating your dad and now i was the end the end (laughs) that's what we had and we had you and we love you very much we love you so much we love you so much and we still love each other very much uh, we love you so much, Rhododendron Bush. Shut up. I love you, Katie. I love, love you. I love you, Jess. Um, yeah. So, I mean, 
yeah, that was pretty much the drama of Dumb Moon Circus was just that we won, we did a really good show, and then we did an okay show that we happened to win at, and people got really mad about it, but whatever. Right. And that's it. That's the whole I feel like that's water under the... I feel like people that were mad about that, though, had also personal problems with us, and people that look at that skit now are like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I've watched it. It wasn't as good as our rehearsals, but it was decent. I mean, hell, it got us the best in show, so what do we know? I'm not embarrassed by it. No, ma'am. I show that to people still. Yeah. I was like, look at I danced. (laughs) Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Yes, (laughs) you did. And I will say, we all were helping each other finish up those costumes in the hotel room. Yep. uh, The night before. And I wasn't staying with you guys. I was staying with... Who the heck was I staying with? You were staying like... Yeah, you were I was, staying, I was in a different hotel. I was in the Sheridan. You guys were like at the Yeah, it was the me and Gail and Bree and Steve at the Marriott. Yeah. I and it was like two in the morning you had to go back to your hotel room and you got chased by that dude. Oh my god, that was terrible. So okay. There's only been two times at a convention I've been afraid for my life. <laughs> okay. Um, because shit happened i i think there's a big difference and this is not to like negate anyone's experience i think there's a difference between stuff that's creepy like i'm uncomfortable and i don't like this and then there's like fear yeah right like i'm afraid i'm in danger like those are two different things like and i've had both experiences yep and um there's only two times afraid i'm in danger that was one of them so we go over i was over at your hotel which is a totally different building yep um in boston and I was helping you guys sew, and I, I I helped Katie sew a very up close and personal part of her costume. We became even she better. She was in between night. my legs. I was with a needle, the needle. And uh, <laughs> but hey, we made it work. Yeah. We made it work. Yeah. And um, and I I helped you guys, and we kind of got everybody good to go. And it was probably about two or three in the morning, right? So we were really exhausted after the show. God. So anyway, and I had to go back to my hotel room, which was in the Sheridan. And God, the stuff I used to wear to conventions when I was like 25 years old is probably like a short skirt and like a tube top. Like Jesus, <laughs> the hell. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I was shopping for a man. Let's, <laughs> Let's be real. You didn't have Rob yet. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was reeling him in. Uh, so, but anyway, he had nothing to do with this. He wasn't even like yeah. I was. I wasn't staying with him. So no. we, um, I was walking back and I was a little nervous. But it's like across the street and it's like not a bad part of Boston and and whatever. But the sky bridge was closed. They close it down at a certain hour. So I actually had to go like out into the city. Um, and then I got into the, the mall part and like, so I'm kind of like power walking. I have my phone like in my hand and my card key, like in the other, like I'm like ready to go. And I'm walking through mall part and I made it halfway through the mall. And there were like these huge guys, like and there were more than one of them. And they started calling, like, where are you going? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and one guy goes, I think I just found my new girlfriend. And he starts power walking after me. And I start running. <laughs> and he starts chasing me through the fucking Prudential Center Mall. And I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I literally got in the elevator and was like, doors together! <laughs> and slammed the elevator doors on him. And that was before you needed a room key to get in the elevator at night. Thank God. And this is, like, way back in the day. And and I heard him like hit the door, but the elevator was already going. I don't know what would have happened if I was it was not okay. Oh, uh, the other one was at Kineticon. It was a Kineticon. I was rooming with you, but you weren't there. It was rooming with you and Bree and Steve and Keith. 
It was the I wasn't dating Rob yet. It was the year before. So uh-huh. 2009. So it's 2009. It's the same year. Later the same year. Two the same year. Two times I was afraid for my life. Uh I was wearing that Dion Rogers Renault costume. Yep. Which is probably like the sluttiest costume I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I looked good in it back then though. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not ashamed. I was you like, damn. I well, I I mean, because at the time I was like self-conscious in it. I've looked at pictures now. I'm like, damn, I looked good. <laughs> anyway, so I I was wearing that, so probably like a more attention drawing costume than most of the stuff I would wear. And I was going back, we were staying in the hotel, like right across the thing. And I was going back to the room by myself to get something, like nobody else was in the room. And I don't remember, like I blocked it out, like what what exchange happened, what happened, but this another huge fucking guy, like big guy started like exchanging words with me and I was like blowing him off and then he got mad about it and like followed me to my room like and I ran to the room I got in the room before him I slammed the door and I did the chain thing and he was pounding on the hotel room door like I was screaming and I was terrified I remember I was texting like I'm like you guys need to come I can't leave the room like I can't leave you guys need to get me food you need to come back here like there's this guy and I can't leave but I, I was still relieved I made it into the room. Was it Saturday I, or Friday much... night? Uh, I think it was Friday. Then I was at um, Dating Game. That's why I wasn't there. Yeah. We were no, all at I... Dating Game because me, Steve, and Bree were all in Dating Game. That's what it was. Yeah, because I didn't wear that costume on the on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. No, it was. I I was never been so scared. Yeah. Because I was. In the... Yeah, it's fucked up. Don't be fucked up at a convention, please. Yeah. Don't. No. Don't like if some girl blows you. Up, leave her alone. She said yeah. no. Yeah, like, no means no. Means no, means no. Like, that's means. scary. And if you ever see that, I mean, nobody witnessed this. This wasn't one of those things where, like, someone should have intervened. Like, nobody, I, there was nobody. Around. Right, right, right. Like, it's probably during some big event. We were in the hotel. Nobody was around. And it was, like, the most terror, one of the most terrifying things I've ever had happen at a convention. It was horrible. Right. But, like, yeah. if you ever see it, like, say something. Yeah, say something. So, even if, like, you're just some, like, like four foot tall person, just the fact that someone else has witnessed it makes people think twice. Right. Like, if someone would say, hey, what's happening? Like, he might have turned around. You know, I it right. was really scary. Yeah. Anyway, those well, are my two life-threatening moments at conventions. Just to end on that dramatic note. We're going to end on that dramatic note. But, Jess, yeah. we're definitely, definitely going to have you back because we have so many other stories to share. Oh, I mean, we have so many. So many. So many. And you still have to bother your husband to make him come on here and talk. He'll do it. Oh, he will. He'll do it. Oh, he'll do it. He'll do whatever I tell him to do. <laughs> Is there... <laughs> You will listen to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He does what he wants. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here, my dear? Oh, God, I have nothing to promote. I, so I've heard the rumor that like everybody on the Anime Cons TV podcast promotes the Anime Cons TV podcast. So Every single maybe, one of them. So I'm not going to. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. I mean, I still I still do this, that podcast, which has been on for like like 12 years, which is insane but i guess if we started doing it the year we did deadlines work i was like that's what the fucking yeah yeah um i'm also probably like the laziest member of the anime cons tv podcast so i don't feel like i should promote it like (laughs) patrick and doug and elizabeth do all the work like i just show up (laughs) so (laughs) because i'm mildly entertaining um yeah and i'll tell the stories other people don't want to tell like the people fucking on the sky bridge at dragon con last year 100 percent. 
hundred percent. I don't care. I will say that. So, um, yeah, so I want, I mean, I don't have anything to remember. I guess I, I have read, I've taken the pandemic break to redo Robinette's cosplay website. So sketchandshiva.com. If you ever want to visit and look at our costumes and our, oh, the videos of that we just talked about of our skits are all on there. <laughs> so you can view them. And they are amazing costumes, guys. Like my friends show up, like, I'm sorry. Like I can say that like we as a group, like we may, like I said, we may not be cosplay famous. We may not be like Yaya Han or anything, but we show up. But I remember Yaya Han when she was still like sixteen. So, right. yeah, she oh, was. Yeah. Way to eat ourselves again on we, that. Note. Yeah, I know, I know. She's modeling <laughs> for the fairy growth. Before people think we're like fifty. Have a good night, yes. everyone. We're still old. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>